0: Welcome to the weekly Unpacking It Facebook Live podcast,
1: where we unpack the very latest in sports, faith, and life. Now, from Charlotte, North Carolina, from his mouth to your ears, here is Bryce Johnson.
0: Welcome to the Unpacking It Live podcast. I'm Bryce Johnson with Luke and Henry, two interns in the studio today, and we are fired up on this Monday. What a weekend in sports. As you know, I'm a huge NBA fan, so the playoffs began, but the story of the weekend is Phil Mickelson, unbelievable, remarkable, fantastic I can't wait to talk all about it today, and and Luke is a huge golf fan as well, and so, it, so many different storylines, so many aspects to discuss today. We want to hear from you as well, so leave your comments uh, on Facebook, on YouTube. We are here for the next hour to unpack sports, faith, and life with the Unpacking It community of sports fans, and we are so glad to be with you. We thank all of our loyal podcast listeners that listen to this show later. Uh, we, we love you uh, as well. Uh, and and also thanks everybody that has subscribed to the YouTube channel, our Facebook page. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. We'll do our unpack this segment in just a little bit. It'll be about focus uh, and how important that was for Phil Mickelson throughout that entire tournament. Just, just incredible focus. Uh, and so we'll uh, we'll unpack that a, a little bit as well. And, 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 a, and a question today, too, as you're leaving comments on on Facebook, you know, what are some of the questions that you have for us? What are some of the, the topics that you'd like for us to discuss today? Uh, you can leave those on on Facebook or YouTube and, and we'll, we'll see those also on Twitter uh, as well. And, and then also, what are you convinced of? We'll do our I'm Convinced Of segment in just a moment. Uh, We'll let you know what we're convinced of, but what are you convinced of today? And then at the end of the show, we'll do tap drill, some of the fun, random topics from the weekend. Uh, We'll get to that as well. Before we jump in, let me ask you this. Do you need to get your own health insurance? Well, go to healthmarketgenius.com. Know your options, healthmarketgenius.com. Support them as they support us. Let's say good morning to Luke Heaton in Texas. His Mavs won over the weekend, but Luke, I know you are just as excited uh, about Phil, and so we are going to get into all that, but how was the weekend?
2: Weekend was awesome. What a sports weekend. My yes. gosh. Now, of course, that's that has a bit of a Homer seasoning to it because my Mavs did win, and that was a ginormous uh, win, stealing game one in Los Angeles, but... Awesome sports weekend. The wife and I went to Galveston, uh, and my family rented a beach house. We were celebrating my sister's college graduation, so we were with them this weekend, and the wife was awesome. She knew, so we were driving back all day Sunday yesterday, and she knew going into the weekend, I made sure to communicate to her, hey, some really important sporting events on this weekend. I really want to be able to pull up my phone sometimes during the weekend and watch, watch some golf, watch some basketball. And she knew Sunday PGA Championship during our drive home. So, she was, so incredible wife. She said, hey, how about you can turn on PGA, the PGA uh, radio, you can listen to the tournament, and I'll just read. And oh, there you go. Almost the entire drive home, she read, I listened to golf, which was an awesome move on her end because normally we like to listen to music, talk, like, just have some form of communication. But it was she read, I listened to golf. She was awesome. She supported me really wanting to consume an important sporting event. So shout out to the wife. Uh, but besides that, good weekend. How you doing? Uh, How you doing, boss man?
0: Uh, doing great. And, and so speaking of setting the kind of the, the, the landscape for the weekend, I had to do the same with Jody to, to, to let her know, all right, so the Lakers, 3.30 on Sunday. So I was trying to kind of switch my, my times around, you know, taking care of Maddie, hanging out with her, and all that sort of thing. So yesterday, the big news. So Jody had ordered something for the Man Cave, a new addition mm. to Ooh. my Man Cave. But but, but guess, guess what it is? It's something for Maddie. It's mm. something for my 21-month-old daughter that I approved of. So here's what okay. it is. It is a Little Tykes basketball hoop. Ooh. So here was my thought going into yesterday. All right, so I'm going to get some time in the basement alone, and then later on in the afternoon, I'll I'll be hanging out with Maddie, and we'll set up the basketball hoop, and Maddie will be able to shoot hoops while I'm watching three TVs. So I had the NBA on. (laughs) I had the golf on. I even had the hockey on. Carolina versus Nashville, double overtime. So I'm, I'm going all three TVs. Love and life. And so we get the basketball set up, and I'm thinking oh yeah, Maddie's gonna love this. Three, three shots. She's out. She's Mm. running around the man cave. She's she's grabbing my signed Larry Johnson Muggsy Bogues ball. She's trying to play with that. No, no, no. We just got limits. We got you a little, you have three orange balls all available that that you can play. So so go go grab go grab those. Start shooting baskets. And and so she would rather take my Mike Minter, Jake DeLome signed hat. So my, my my man cave is filled with memorabilia, all my favorite players yeah. and everything. My plan did not work. It was a little disappointing. Mm. And, and here's the other thing. So now I've got, so I've got my three TVs. I got the, the, the basketball hoop right in front of them thinking, oh, this is a great setup. <laughs> well, I, I walked down there this morning and I realized this is a pink basketball hoop. It's a oh, pink God. basketball hoop. It is throwing off the color scheme in the man cave a little bit. And, and so now I'm second guessing the decision that we made to, to, to allow this into the man cave. The, so sanctum,
2: has, the sanctum has been infiltrated. The, <laughs> really, the beloved really sanctum. Has. So I see what you're going with, though. Now, shout out to real men wear pink. I was uh, I was part of that crowd growing up. So I, <laughs> I boldly wore pink shirts in elementary school, which was a a very, very courageous move. Um, those elementary schoolers are just ruthless. If you uh, <laughs> depart from the status quo. So, but I see you're going for. You want to involve Maddie in the man cave. Yep. So, yeah, let's make her a hooper. Let's yeah. get her in basketball. Let's have her shoot hoops while dad's watching hoops. But didn't work not out. yet. But I can't, out. I will not knock your try. It is absolutely worth the try. And all hope is not lost. All hope is not lost.
0: Now it was, but let me just say the 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 challenge and the skills as a fan that I was, and, and as a dad that I was dealing with, trying trying to navigate those three TVs, and then yeah. Maddie, grab, you know, picking her up. Oh no, no, don't touch that! Don't touch that! Jody That's was upstairs. True. All she could all she could hear was was me saying, "Maddie, no, 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 don't touch that! Don't touch that!" <laughs> yeah, good shot, good shot. Oh wow, look at Phil! No, Maddie, no, Maddie. Yeah, <laughs> no. It was a wild, it was a wild afternoon. So oh. all right, here, here's what I'm, I'm convinced of. I, I've got so much to to share and so much to talk about today. So let, let's jump in, but, but I'm convinced we have to start with the fans in Kiowa. I mean, these guys were nuts. There is no question that we have been locked up for the last year and fans. Now that we've been un- unleashed, we are yes. going bonkers. Yeah. I mean, Golf fans normally are, you know, they're, they're the nice clappers, and, and in certain cities we'll see some some guys go nuts. Uh, maybe up in New York when there's certain tournaments, and I think out in Phoenix they're they're usually yeah, yeah. a little crazy.
2: Phoenix uh, Open, yeah,
0: Phoenix Open. But these Kiowa fans, let's go! And oh, yeah. and 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 here here, Luke, because we didn't know each other when. Uh, plus, you were young when when I was, you know, just becoming a golf fan and, and watching really the glory days of of tiger woods that was my guy so i was a tiger fan all in on tiger and so phil always played second fiddle and mm-hmm. and so i was not a phil guy he was like he was fine i didn't root against him but there was almost the the lovable loser that phil was for so long then he started winning some majors and he you know he broke through but but i was always a tiger guy then what happened was when Tiger got in trouble and all that, I tried to become a Phil fan during that time. I was like, I can't root for Tiger anymore. I tried to root for Phil. I couldn't do it. However, yesterday, I was all in. All mm-hmm. I wanted to do, I wanted to see Phil win. Kevin Streelman's former guest on the show, I was happy that he, he was playing well for three days. Did not play great yesterday. I was a little, little bit of a bummer. Uh, Brooks Kepka, I go back and forth on if I, if I like him or not. But yeah. I was all in on wanting to see Phil make history and and the way that he was playing which we'll talk more about but but the way he was playing was so easy to root for and it was just i was amazed with how calm just you know each 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 hole he was just taking it hole by hole it was just fantastic and then the the fact that the fans were chanting so loud and then that final scene on 18 i'm convinced it was unacceptable and crazy and awesome and fantastic all at the same time. Was, I was like, oh, no, don't hurt Phil. Don't hurt Phil. What are we doing? Are you going to tackle him? Like, get these fans back. What's going on? But then I'm like, bring it in. Bring it in. Come on. This uh-huh. is, a, this is a, an unbelievable scene. So, uh, so let me pause there. What, what, did you, what did you make of the the fans uh, really all weekend long, but especially at the end?
2: Well, it was. I was nervous going in because the golf course, I wasn't sure if it was a very patron-friendly golf course. In regards to, it's not easy to walk. It's sand everywhere. So I wasn't sure. Look out
0: for the high tide. It'll take you right out. (laughs) uh,
2: Exactly. I wasn't sure how fan-friendly it was going to be. But then on Sunday, watching and listening, and you see how many fans are there and how vocal they are, it was exceptional. Phil described it perfectly. Him talking uh, in the post the interview saying, when the crowd surrounded him, it Mm. was unnerving but exceptional. Because that's the best way to put it. He, he hits, he, I mean, he's surround. First of all, to be able to hit a shot with hundreds of people surrounding you, that's impossible in its own regard. Then you hit the shot. He hits the green. He walks. He's immediately surrounded. <laughs> like, I saw someone's arm in the clip. Someone, like, reached for his golf club, and he's walking. And then Brooks, five minutes later, gets to the green. After his shot, he's walking through the crowd. Like, he's We've lost.
0: He's totally lost. He's totally,
2: lost it's totally lost. It was... It was when when Tiger won the Tour Championship of 2018, and the whole crowd's walking down the fairway. It's yep. just like
0: that. Which <clears throat> we need that in golf. We it's unbelievable. So here here is my thought, and and correct me if I'm wrong. During the Tiger, they weren't that close. They weren't as close as they were yesterday to Phil. Right. It's very. There was a there was the, a gap. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. There was a little bit of a gap. Okay. So here, go with me on this. So so yesterday. They were so close to Phil, and here's the picture that kind of the illustration that I saw. Tiger, there's always been an arm length from him, right? Right, mm-hmm. like he's 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 a little bit hard to um kind of, almost kind of wrap our mind around. He he's not the average guy. He's not a regular no. guy. No, but Phil is a man of the people, and and that was on display yesterday. And just the fact that he was in, he was literally in the crowd yesterday as one of the guys, essentially. That mm-hmm. to me captures who he is and why so many people love him especially at the age of 50. Well our our intern here today uh his dad is 50 and so he was he could identify, you know, with Phil Mickelson it's, and, and there's just that that um relatability uh, to to a a, a a much greater degree than Tiger. Tiger's always a little bit, you know, up on a pedestal so to speak and and Phil especially at this age is is more that way, uh, and and so yeah, it was it was awesome.
2: It's it's very interesting because it's recent. Because when you really go back and look at Tiger and Phil, one, they didn't always like each other. There was some very real animosity between them. And Tiger, of course, I mean, Tiger is robotic in a sense. The short He's memory, not, no in question. The, yeah, in his in his heyday, in between the ropes. I mean, and the way watching the documentary on HBO, the way his dad trained him, he. he he trained him to be almost just this robotic creature on he's he's just a killer in between the ropes just out for blood against everyone he plays and phil phil wasn't like that but phil wasn't always as as approachable but the the era of social media phil has been oh. unbelievable the fireside stories with phil <laughs> he's got a twitter now his interviews now he talks about his calves, he talks about his thumb, that the 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 tip of the cap. But he he has been so incredible embracing this new persona that he has on social media and interviews. And he's awesome at fifty and he's Phil is just almost a bit. Like there's so many things about him that like his, yeah, his, his coffee, him talking about fasting, yes. his calves, his thumb. There is so um, much about Phil. And he just embraces it and laughs about it. And he's so easy to root for now because I, I agree with you. He's the people's champ. He's absolutely the people's champion now at 50 years old. It's so fun to really to enjoy this side of Phil.
0: Absolutely. So so if you're listening right now, leave your comments on kind of as a fan. How did you feel about Phil kind of over the years? How do you feel about him now? And. I can't imagine that anyone was rooting against him yesterday because you have to root for history. Yesterday yeah. was historic, and and mm-hmm. even you know comparing it to, to what Tiger did in 2019, yeah, there are a couple you know similarities, and and that and that's fine. But but Tiger's was such a big deal because of the comeback. It was it was a, it was a comeback in some regard for for Phil, just because he hasn't really been in the winning kind of the winning mode, especially, well, I guess he was winning in the champions tour, which is kind of crazy too, but, but, but just to get back into the mix um, it's been a while since you've been winning majors. Um, But, mm-hmm. but this story was historic. And, and I honestly, I was surprised that that more older players don't do well in golf. And, and it got me thinking, and, and I was listening to some of the interviews with Phil, but just the, the fact that when you've won so much and you get to a certain age, it's like, well, I don't need to try as hard anymore. And, and I, I, I'm I sure that many guys feel that way. You've made millions of dollars. You've already yeah. won a bunch. You know, why keep going? And that's kind of why the same question that we ask Tom Brady. Like, why, why do you keep going? And so usually guys, you know, they turn 38, 39, they're out of the NFL, and then golfers, they're like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of chill out, go play the Champions Tour, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But Phil has reinvented himself in every regard. Personality. The, the, the mindset, the physical. And yeah. here's what also I'm convinced of. I'm convinced that Phil Mickelson has given all of the dad bod men hope. We have hope that, that, that we do. you know, little chunky, big chunky Phil kind of walking around, not in great shape, looked like a stud out there. I mean, yeah. he is he is jacked. He is in <laughs> shape and he's hitting it f- further than the young guys. Where's yes. Bryson DeGambeau? You get out of here. Brooks kept your big your big muscles in the way. Get out! We got Dad Bod reinventing himself and 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 winning the whole thing. It it is unbelievable. So uh, I got a loose fitting shirt today, but but look out! I'm getting on the Phil the Phil Mickelson uh, workout regimen, and I'm going to come in here with the tight shirt. Yo, in just a few weeks. Look out!
2: Oh my gosh! Beware, beware of the new. It's a new era. It's the summer of Bryce. It Dang. is the summer of Bryce. He's gonna hop back in that lap pool. He's gonna dip <laughs> in the fountain of youth. He'd get back into the freestyle, hundred meter butterfly, all that. The calves are gonna be activated. You oh. gotta activate the calves. Activate That's the right. calves. Phil so, did it. So I am convinced. I have some I have some numbers to back this up. I'm convinced that Phil's PJ Championship win is more impressive than Tiger's Masters win in twenty nineteen. Now, Ooh, I will acknowledge uh- from a golf standpoint, I think it's more impressive. I understand the narrative, the comeback, Tiger, obviously, significant life events in Tiger's life, the emotional side of it to even be able to come back and win is absurd. But the from a golf standpoint, it is it makes no sense that Phil was able to go out to win. So from so the the metric I'm using is strokes gained, which is a metric that golf uses to basically from different like from from your from the T box putting all this these metrics track how many strokes how many strokes are you gaining on the field so i'm looking back tiger entering into the 2019 masters now it's been it'd been 11 years since he had won a major which is absurd but he had won the year before 2018 tour championship phil it's been 8 years since he won, won a major and 2 years since he won it all Phil is outside was outside of the top 100 in all of strokes gained categories, from the from the tee box, putting, approach shots, he was all outside the top 100. Tiger, entering in to the 2019 Masters was sixth overall on tour in overall strokes gained. Like Tiger was playing well, like mm. he 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 had he was in good form. So it wasn't absurd that he won the Masters. Just narrative-wise, it was incredible. But Phil was not playing good golf. He was playing bad golf, and mm. he was not in good form. Plus, Kiowa Island, the longest course in major championship history. Phil is 50 years old, Out driving 25- and 30-year-olds. Phil had the longest drive on, of the weekend on Sunday, 366 yards, which is laughable that he's able to do that. So oh, yeah. I, I think with the state of Phil's game, how hard Kiowa Island was, Phil being 50 years old, I think it's more impressive. I'm, I'm convinced that it was more, the golf side of, of all of this, I think it's more impressive Phil winning this week than Tiger's win at the Masters. Tiger's win was more significant narrative-wise, but I think golf-wise it made more sense that Tiger could have won that. So that's that's what I'm convinced of today.
0: That's all right. I, I like your uh your take on it. Um I think for me, I, I was sitting there soaking in the historicness of the age to to think how long golf has been played. And we're talking about some what is it, old man Jones or something from the 1800s. Like yeah. that's who we're comparing this to. So so to me, I'm like, wow, like that, that this is a big deal. And yeah. and then here's what I also thought. I'm convinced this gives Tiger motivation. That's right. This so guarantees Tiger.
2: Tiger winning another major.
0: Absolutely. He's coming back. We better believe it. I, I mean, he. Uh, who knows how injured he is. They might talk, talk about him being robotic. He may literally come out as a robot, but he will be back out there and he will win and be the oldest ever. This is the motivation that he needed. So not only are dad bods going to be changing <laughs> all over the place, starting with me, uh, but also this motivates <laughs> Tiger to get out of that hospital bed. I don't know how he's feeling these days, but he's going to get back out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe some other older golfers a, as well. You know, some of these guys that have been phoning it and in and, and just playing the, you know, the champions tour or just, you know, showing up for a couple of days of golf at, at different, uh, you know, majors that they qualify for all these years later. Those yeah. types of situations. Yeah. get your uh,
2: bo- Get your body right. Go play golf. But I agree. Phil Phil, another reason, I mean this is the this is the official stamp on the form of Phil's the people's champion. Phil knows the people want Tiger. So Phil goes out and wins, knowing that Tiger's not going to be able to handle Phil having one up on Tiger. Oh yeah. So Tiger's coming back. It's going to be cyborg Tiger coming (laughs) back, winning another major. I also love the boldness. You carrying the baton. The all the all the dad bods out there of hope. Starting with me. That's starting with you, Bryce. You yeah, are hard. you are you are blazing that trail. You are following up Phil's success.
0: Uh, I made my debut at the at the pool this this summer and uh yeah, I've got some work to do. Uh, there's no question about it. <laughs> All right. So, let's uh let, let's shift gears. We, we we still have uh so much to to unpack in regards to yesterday's win and and one of the most important topics will be uh, about the thumbs up. So, we'll, we'll have to talk about Phil's thumb. Uh, we'll, we'll do a full breakdown on that in just a little bit, but let's get serious for a moment. And, and I think, so we'll do our segment, unpack this. We take a a sports story related to the Bible, related to our own lives. and, And this goes out, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday through email form. And, and I write about, uh, these topics. And so you can subscribe to unpack this, uh, for free on unpacking it. Dot .com and and today this afternoon I will write about this topic. So right now we get a chance to kind of work through it, do some uh, kind of workshopping on this this idea. But but very simply I want to talk about focus. And I want to talk about how Phil Mickelson decided that his mental game had to change. And you know, we talked about his physical side of things. Yeah, that was important. That helped, like that. That helped him, you know, drive the ball longer and and compete with some of these these younger players. But why did he win yesterday? He won because of focus. He won because his mental game was was on point. Now, the, the funny thing for us as fans, we had no idea what was going on in his mind, but we could see it play out because even you'll know, think about it. On the first hole, he had a bogey. Mm-hmm. Didn't bother him. Kept going. And then, how about what was it hole number five where he's he's in the bunker that yeah. that could have that could have derailed him, but no, he was so locked in, he was so focused, and he knocks it in the shot of the weekend the shot of the tournament shot of the year probably I mean it's just an incredible shot, and so even the mistakes that he made he was in the water at one point, all of that he just kept going he kept going, and it never derailed him, and he had this this calmness uh just this demeanor the the way that he walked the course uh of course he would he would acknowledge the fans but they didn't derail him they could have you know all the hype and and he's 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 used to hearing the tiger roars on the mm-hmm. other on the other uh, holes these were these were all his fans what was it 90 percent of the fans there were were, were cheering for phil Um mm-hmm. uh, maybe 100 percent. I, I don't know i don't know who, who anybody else was rooting for um yeah so we'll talk about brooks maybe later but um so here he was, he was focused and he talked about his mental game and, and, and to your point Luke too, even even though he wasn't necessarily playing as great in in recent tournaments, he he kept this process of recognizing okay, these are the the mental strategies, the, this is the type of focus, the type of what well, I don't know the full scope of what he was doing, meditation, and all these different things that you you work on for your mental game, you have mental coaches, you talk to psychologists, you know, all those sort of things impact your mind but but i think oftentimes in in sports and as fans you know we're we're only focused on the the physical attributes and and what guys are doing from a performance standpoint you know whether it's in basketball and we see the threes we see the dunks and all that sort of thing but but it's the mental focus why why do so many guys struggle at the free throw line it's mental and and why do so many guys that are so talented at golf they never get to that next level. They never become a champion. It's all about the mental game, and it's all about focus. And and so for us as followers of Jesus, and 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 as we explore this from a faith perspective, the mind is very very important. And and of course, you know, we we talk about the heart, and we talk about the the spirit, and, and thankfully, when when we receive Christ, we receive His spirit, and so that's what leads us and, and guides us. But, but but they're all connected: the heart, the spirit, the soul, the mind it's It's who we are, but we can't overlook the mind and so oftentimes we'll talk about man I, i'm 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 struggling with anxiety worry fear uh anger, you know these are all emotions but but if we would if we would kind of focus in on our our mind and okay what's really going on in our mind and take that seriously and start there, those things start to take care of themselves to a certain extent and and so why why was phil you know walking around with such confidence and 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 peace and kind of taking it one hole at a time one uh you know one stroke at a time uh because he was he was focused he was locked in and and he was in the zone so to speak and and so i think as as followers of jesus we have to each day fill our mind with with scripture fill our mind on things that are true because all throughout the day, we are going to be bombarded with distractions, lies, the negative emotions of life, the negative thoughts that enter in. And so we have to start with what, what is what you know, God truth, biblical truth. Like that's what has to be our focus. And then, you know, as we walk, as we walk and, and live throughout the day and, and throughout our, our journey, you know, where, where does our mind go in the quiet moments throughout the day? And where is our mind uh, when we're when we're at work, when we're with our family are we are we present? are we in the moment or, or is our mind always racing and, and where is our mind going? Because if Phil's worrying about uh, you know the holding up the the Wanamaker trophy or is he focused on just hitting the ball on hole number 11? Um, and so sometimes we have to we have to think about that as well and, and what's our focus? Uh, throughout the day. So here are a couple key verses on this uh, that, that I think are, are very powerful. Uh, so in Isaiah 26, three this is the amplified version. It says, you will keep in perfect peace and constant peace, the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you, God, in both inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. So when our mind is fixed on the hope of God, the confidence that we have in Him, uh, that that our our refuge, our strength, our power is in him, and our mind is that way. That that's that's where our mind goes. Uh because it's very easily to 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 drift off into worry and fear, and our mind just takes over and it goes into overdrive. Uh, and that's why we have to keep in in, in the, the the mind that is steadfast, committed, and focused on on God, on His Word, and 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 so and that's that's what we have to be intentional about. Um, and then also, uh, Psalm one nineteen fifteen it says, "I will meditate on Your precepts and fix my eyes on Your ways." And, and we could go through. There are tons, tons of verses in, in Romans. You, you you know the verse about renewing our mind, and so I, I think that's important as well. And, and so I'll, I'll pause there for a moment, but, uh, but man, this is, this is a, a I think a, a an important thing to consider. We, s- we saw it play out in a big way for Phil. And, and I think for us, you know, how's our mind game? How's our focus? Uh, I'm reading a book by Michael Hyatt called free to focus a little bit more from a, a work perspective, but, but so often during the day, we get distracted by, you know, notifications and email and all this kind of thing. And are we focusing on what we're called to do each day. And and are we focusing on, you know, the work in front of us? Um, And so I think that's another aspect of focus as well. Uh, But I think it it links back to our our mind being fixed on Jesus and fixed on God's word. Luke, jump in.
2: Man, that's really encouraging. Um, It's important. It's so true. How, uh, I forget how you phrase it. What's our, what's the status of your mind? What's the state of your mind? How's your mind? That's so true. And golf from the amateur level, from the professional level, like at the professional level, all these guys can go out and shoot 63. Oh, yeah. The amount of talent on tour is crazy. It's just, I mean, think of how many, like Corey Connors went out and shot five under on Thursday. It's really about, can you do it four days in a row? Mm-hmm. Where, where are you at mentally? Uh, Brooks kept Chase Kepka, Brooks' brother, called into the broadcast and was talking about Brooks and his mental game and how impressive it is and was saying, What Brooks does is he only thinks about the shot at hand. He doesn't think about implications. He doesn't think, Mm. okay, what if this putt goes in? What happens to this? He thinks about this shot right here, Mm. quieting his mind. Even when I go out and play with buddies, when you stand over a shot, negative thoughts can get in your mind so easily, and no matter how good you are, you'll hit a bad shot. Mm. Negative thoughts and not thinking about what is true in golf can drastically affect your game, no matter how talented you are. So, no matter how long we've been following Christ, or how mature we are, or any of these things, if we don't focus or meditate on God's Word, Scripture's clear. Like, when we view God's Word as authoritative, it's free from error, it's perfect, it's—God's it's so, Word is sovereign, God is sovereign— we go to his word because it is the standard of truth, especially when it's so easy. Anyone listening to this, myself included, it is so easy to believe lies. Mm. We believe lies all day. We believe lies because we think they'll give us fulfillment, and we believe lies because we have negative thoughts come into our mind all day, whether through comparison, whether through uh, anything. There's so many lies and negative thoughts that can come into our mind. And it's so easy to entertain them and fixate on them and obsess over them and wonder what if and all of this. So we have to constantly meditate on God's Word, fill our minds with God's Word, because that is the standard of truth. God has revealed Himself to us through His Word. We know who God is because of His Word, which is unbelievable to think of how big God is, how amazing he is to think that he has chosen to reveal himself to us people that he doesn't need mm. man why don't we why don't we crave his word all the time because i know i don't i wish i did i wish i could say every day i'm craving god's word but i don't which is i have to ask god to help me because when i'm not in his word it's not, it's hard to really Call out lies for what they are and negative thoughts for, for what they are. So, like you were saying, we have to fill our mind. We have to renew our mind. We have to to fix our eyes on Christ on His Word to cancel out and to and to improve on negative thoughts and lies and all these things that are, are so easy to believe.
0: That's right, and we and we yeah we have to be uh, we have to analyze kind of our mind or like do a an evaluation regularly like what, yeah. what what am I really thinking about what am I really focused on and, and am I am I so focused on work that I'm not focused on my family am I so focused on sports that that I'm yeah. not focused on on God's word and so we have to consider what are we focused on and what am I what am I distracted by uh you know think I, I mean I can't imagine what these guys go through on the golf course with the number of distractions uh, even oh, the, yeah. the the drone feels like get that distraction out of here. Right, he's like, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. I want to focus. I I can't have this thing flying around. Um, and and so they have to overcome all of that. But they're so focused on, okay, I've got to hit this ball, and I I can't worry about these other things. Um, and and if there is something, you remove it. And Mm -hmm. and and how how willing are we that that if we're distracted by our phone, you know, put it away. So if we're trying to spend time with the, the 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 Lord in the morning, yet we're getting our morning emails we got to put the phone away. We can't bring, we can't bring the phone into that time with the Lord. Um, and, and let me, yeah. let me leave you with this first Peter one says, so prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control, put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. And so to me that, that prepare your minds, is so crucial too that before we go out for the day, before we enter into the the challenges of life, we have to prepare our mind and, and almost visualizing how are we going to respond? Uh, Because I think that's what golfers do as well. They have to prepare their mind before the tournament. Um, And so are are we willing to do that as well? Um, So the value of the mind. Yeah,
2: That's a good point. It's, we can't just say, Oh yeah, I'm going to walk into this tempting circumstance or this hard circumstance. Yeah. God's got me. Well, yes, that's true. But have you spent any time in His Word? Have mm. you been fellowshipping with God? Have you been maturing in your relationship with God, spending time with Him, serving Him? Like, yes, it's true that that God's grace protects us and covers us and leads us, but that doesn't mean it's 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 not cheap. It's not cheap grace where, oh yeah, I'm just going to walk into it. I don't need to prepare. Yeah, God's got me. <clears throat> yes, but you're going to probably start failing more and more if you don't prepare, if you don't spend time in the Word, there's an element of we have to spend, we have to fellowship and spend time with God in order to mature, in order to be stronger, in order to be able to go into difficult circumstances and succeed, just like a golfer. Like Phil, one of the most naturally gifted players of all time. At age 50, we're seeing he's also one of the hardest workers we've ever seen. He can't just, you can't just ride talent. You have to prepare, just like in our in our relationship with God. We have to spend time in his word. We have to fellowship with him in order, or, or we're, we're going to keep failing. And we're asking, okay, why am I failing? It's because we're not spending time in his word. We're not growing in our relationship with God.
0: Mm. Good stuff. There you go. So the encouragement today to unpack, how's your mind game? What are you focused on? And, and are we truly focused on on Christ and, and his salvation, his hope? Uh, in the life that we have in Him, and and so we can walk boldly and confidently throughout life, focused on focused on that truth. So, uh, so yeah, so that that's our topic for Unpack This. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the Unpack This devotional if you haven't already. Uh, lot to get to uh, following this tournament. Continue to leave your comments uh, on on Facebook and and let us know uh, what you what you thought about Phil's win. And and here are a couple other things that <clears throat> that came out from. Uh, the, the win and in, in some of the interviews that I that I watched, uh, wondering whether or not this Phil win, and he talked about this, is this going to be the start of a run, or was this hmm. a culmination and and just this was his one moment to win, kind of that one final tournament, and it all came together this one time, and and that was it. And and I think the the one perspective is he's going to enjoy this win for what it is. And, and I don't think he's necessarily concerned if it does lead to a bunch of the, of other wins, but it's very interesting to at least consider that. Was this truly a breakthrough and that now he's he understands that oh wow, the changes that I made, the transformation that, that I've gone through mentally, physically, uh, even personality wise has has allowed me to win a championship uh, and a, a major that that could that could be something that I keep doing. So so I'm intrigued by that. Um, And then also the the, we talked about the 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 barriers that older players have to overcome, you know, later in their career. The, The the motivation, like what continues to motivate them, and are they willing to work hard? Like listening to Phil say that, hey, it's a little bit harder at this age to to get to the level that you need to do, and wondering, okay, why don't more guys do that, and will more guys do that? And then the question becomes, is more impressive when a young athlete does something or when an old athlete does something
2: that's a great question
0: and and the truth is we see the young athlete probably do it more often right We see guys come into the you know into the league and and whatever, right, whatever sport it is we see 1920 25 year olds accomplish you know incredible feats uh, but it's it's more rare to see the older guys. Um, uh, so, so where does that, where does that uh, kind of land for us as sports fans? And then along with that too, how do we feel? Cause what was so interesting with so many people rooting for Phil, this is not the same case when it comes to Tom Brady and LeBron James, what they're doing at their age is also remarkable. Now the Lakers struggled yesterday, LeBron struggled, stop acting like you're injured every time. Stop whining. Okay. We got all that. We, we get that. But, but, but still, what what LeBron is still able to do in his late thirties, and then, of course we talked you know a ton about what Tom Brady's doing at his age. We, we're kind of tired of both those guys. Oh, if I have to watch another Super Bowl with Tom Brady, a lot of people will say that. not me. I think it's still remarkable. Um But with Phil, maybe because he hasn't been winning as often, so we're not like burned out by him, but phil is Phil has already had an accomplished career. So there's the the argument. Well, what about the young guy? You know, oh, I'd rather see one of the young, young guys win. I'd, I'd rather see Kepko win, but I don't think that's the argument being made. I think the argument is, wow, the 50 year old Phil Mickelson. That's what we wanted to see, and that's and that's what we saw. So, so a lot there. But but those are some of the other thoughts that I had following the weekend.
2: So to your first thing, I hope Phil enjoys this win mm. because the next month. Is going to be one of the craziest golf media months I think ever, because he still needs a U.S. Open, and that's in I think about a month. So, no matter what Phil says, if if Phil was going to come out and just say, "Hey, I don't care about the U.S. Open," I am fast. I am so excited and pl- and pleased. With the PGA Championship, I'm 50, I've accomplished, I am satisfied with my career. Even if he would have said that, the media is going to say, oh, Phil, U.S. Open, he won the PGA Championship, he's in good form, can he get the U.S. Open? He's finished runner-up six times. So that's going to be, if if Phil wants that, great. He's going to have all of the media giving him that extra motivation to win the U.S. Open. But if he doesn't care, I think I think he really wants the U.S. Open. But that's going to be fascinating. It's going to be a fiery storm in golf media. So that's what I have to say to that. I, I think it's going to be a very uh, – it's not going to be a quiet month in golf news because now Phil won. Now he actually has a chance. He qualified for the U.S. Open. It's very, very interesting now.
0: That's right, because he he was getting those exemptions, and he didn't
2: he didn't want to he didn't want to accept an exemption, but he reluctantly did, and now he qualified. So for the next five years.
0: So yeah, I thought that was important too, because we'll see more of him most likely. Um, So all right, here's the other big topic that I that I wanted to discuss, and this has been going on, but it was on full display yesterday that Phil has embraced the thumbs up. And and so I thought this was hilarious because all day long, you know, we talked about the fans, they were going nuts for Phil and his acknowledgement for them was the thumbs up. And, and here's, here's where I I come out on it. To me, the thumbs up is still a goofy thing. Like it's still when you see someone give a thumbs up, you're like, Hey, Hey buddy. Hey, thumbs up to you. (laughs) Um, But it's almost like it, it, it worked in that context yesterday. But then I think of Bill Clinton, like Bill Clinton kind of used to do the thumbs up thing and kind of ruined the thumbs up in in that regard as well. Um and then I started thinking, okay, well then what is the answer? And 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 for us in day-to-day life, what what is your go-to hand gesture when acknowledging someone? Hmm. And and what connotations do certain hand gestures have, right? So so here Phil is, you know, this big-time golfer. He's winning, and he acknowledges his fans instead of just keep I – mean, he was still focused, right? We talked about the focus, but still willing to look up and, and give you the thumbs, not go all in and not give everybody high fives all the time. He was still locked in with a nice little thumbs up. So, mm-hmm. like, for me, when I go through my neighborhood, do I give the full-on wave, the, you know, the hands in the air? Do oh. I just point to someone, hey, I see you? Do I give them the thumbs up? Hey, way to go on walking around the neighborhood. Hey, thumbs up on you and your dog. Or or do we uh, do we do like a, a salute? You know, what about the salute? We, is is the salute only for, you know, those that have have served our country? Uh what about, you know, saluting the mailman? Do we do that? No, is that is that frowned upon? Um and then does the point is that is that too uh demonstrative
2: it's gotta be that's that's a little in your face that's a little i I don't think you can do it that's right i I don't think you can casually point it's got to be an excited like you did something or oh it's so good to see you or like pointing out something great or horrible i don't think you can casually like hey uh good morning good morning bryce toss (laughs) out a point what
0: what about like when your hands are on the steering wheel and you kind of give the, the you know the, the the one finger up. Okay. On the That's a good question. Wheel. What are what Is are that you? because some people
2: not? go some people go hand off wheel big wave. I think I'm more of the 1.5 fingers. I'll kind of toss on the index finger. Oh, the fingers throw in kind the of curl up. Okay, yeah. I'll kind of yeah, one one of these. Some people go two. Some people are real formal. They'll they riding in the bunny ears back down.
0: Ooh. I think that should be eliminated. The the peace <laughs> hey, peace to you. <laughs> I, I think I think we've retired that one. I'm not sure anyone do Yeah, that. the
2: casual backwards sand piece. So here's
0: what I'll say. Oh, the side. Well, that's a little different. Um yeah.
2: but yeah, the I'm the not front, cool hand, the, the I'm 1970s not cool piece. The yeah, the Robert Downey Jr. from from Avengers movies piece. Yeah, that, that that can that cannot be done. Here's what I'll say. I used to be a ginormous head nod guy. So walking around, see someone, toss a head nod. Maybe. If I'm feeling real lazy, just an eyebrow raise. Ooh, but also the, raise. the head nod and eyebrow raise is used in, I think, uncomfortable situations. Mm. The the most The most horrendous social – one of the most horrendous social interactions of all time is you see someone across a room. but You're walking the same direction, but it's someone that you don't necessarily ever talk to or know, but you have to acknowledge but it's the walk towards each other you've got 30 yards of walking towards each other and you you're looking down you're looking down okay do i say hi what do i do last second you look up eyebrow raise head nod keep going your way so Ooh. in that circumstance cuz you're it's either you can't just hey wave and then 30 yards of walking and then talk it's just awkward you got i think you got to look down toss up a, a buzzer beater head nod and then keep walking in addition to that I've always been a salute person. I th- I, I really it, I toss out salutes just casual. Hey, casual talk, salute. Yeah, casual salute. I, I've been a salute guy for a while.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. That seems that seems tough. Here's one that I catch myself and I go, what what did I just do? It's the 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 waggly fingers. Oh like, hey, no! Hey, hey there. Like the, like the, oh, Lee I, I mean, the Lee Corso. I mean, Corso wave. It's the Lee Corso yeah, wave on college game day. A, a little like spirit <laughs> fingers. I I throw a little spirit fingers. And I go, ah, get it back and get my hand back. What am I thinking? I don't know what happened. I don't know what comes over me. It's almost like if oh, I, if I no. see, whether it's a, a, a woman or a, a young person, and I just kind of, hey, I don't I don't want to be too <laughs> aggressive. So it's just like this little little kind of finger wave. It's not good. I don't feel good about it.
2: I understand not wanting to be aggressive, but that is a significant overcorrection.
0: Yeah, I I can't feel good <laughs> about that one. And then here's the other one that needs to be eliminated, but I don't know what the answer is. So when you're on the phone and and you see someone and and you have something else in your other hand, and so you give kind of the the pinky the pinky off your phone. Oh. Hey hey there hey there. That person should be uh, maybe punched. I don't know. That, that person—that's unacceptable behavior. But hey, I see, you, I see you, but I'm on the. Phone. I can't get I'm, over the fingers. I'm too. Oh, that's to so
2: funny. Uh, so something I've been trying to
0: look—you must be the phone guy because you're overlooking that. Don't be the phone guy with the pinky out. It's I've never been.
2: I'll, I'll, you got to go detach the, phone the and hold up for
0: one minute. Yeah, yeah. The one you know, bit, you gotta go. Oh, gotta oh, go.
2: One finger. What one finger? One, so, one so finger. He, that's I right. want to break so something to I
0: don't want to see that finger either.
2: Yeah, here's something I'm trying to make popular. the The casual raise your glass to someone, even if you don't, don't have, have a cup in your head. hand. the in, The invisible. I don't have a cup in my hand, but yeah, I'll raise my glass to you. Yeah, go ahead. I, I that is what? very useful because it's very it's very neutral. It's not over the top, but it's not lazy. Hey, I'll tip my head. Yeah, good to see you. Especially the
0: hat, the tip, of the hat, the That's hat one.
2: which Phil loves too. Phil will go tip of the hat, thumb, tip of the hat, thumb three times in a row after a putt. It, it's it's truly amazing how committed he is to the tip of the hat and to the thumb. It's it's and he's been I doing know, the thumb forever. It. There's a Twitter account, Phil Mickelson's thumb. They just post pictures of he any trying- time He thumbs up.
0: You're trying to get the record one time, like a thousand thumbs up in a day or something. Um, I saw a video on that, but, but yesterday it was full force. It was, it was there. And, and my last one, my last one to throw out there is the sup sup with the, the, the chin up, the chin up sup. I'm definitely not cool enough for the sup, but that was, that was bigger when I was growing up. I feel like that was, that was a common thing. Sup man. What's up? What's up? With, with chin.
2: You gotta, you gotta so, subtract this up.
0: I don't see that enough.
2: I think the the sup is a must need elimination. You can g- go the head nod, but if you if you the head, say nod sup, up.
0: The head nod up,
2: head nod up, head or you could go the head nod down. I think the, the head, head, head nod no, down. I'm it, going it's to a, down. it's an old it's it's a well seasoned veteran move. Head nod down, head nod yeah. up. It's it's a little, Same. yeah. It's it's a little a little amateur, a little young. Yeah.
0: Hey. hey. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with that guy with the bobbing head? Yeah, it's risky. You can't do that one. So uh, anyway, I I will say I'm. I, I'm a I'm a wave guy. So the the friendly neighborhood wave. I try to catch everybody driving by. Like when I'm out in my front yard, hey hey neighbor. Here's I just
2: out the front yard tossing out the, the,
0: the out, tossing out the full on wave. Now sometimes I will just kind of you know just the the one the one across the one arm across wave. <laughs> But then you got to be careful. You don't want to jump into the Hitler territories. So <laughs> That's very true. Like that. Very so you true. Have to, yeah. You have to. You have to be very aware of how where your hand is going. That's
2: right. Um, you almost got to have energy a, energy have a noodle arm. You can't have it too
0: too yeah. floppy. You're you're yeah. struggling too too stiff. It's it's an issue. Uh, and so and then when you get the waggly fingers, the no waggly go.
2: fingers. That, oh gosh, the
0: wet. Wa- I'm gonna so have I'm nightmares about to the today.
2: waggly fingers tonight. It's gonna be. I'm yeah. gonna have nightmares. Work I'm gonna out. wake up in sweats. Imagine you with the waggly fingers.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. So our, our interns here are shaking their heads. So uh, they, they they still do the sup the sup with the the, the uh, chin up. No, Absolutely. they don't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It'll, yeah. All right. So uh, let us know your thoughts on that. Where uh, where do you come out on your uh, your hand gestures and how do you feel uh, about Phil? Phil <laughs> and the thumb. There's there's your show today. Uh, we covered <laughs> we covered a lot. Um,
2: got to create uh, our own. We got to be thinking of our own. The unpacking it gesture. You see someone who's a part of the unpacking it community? Toss them the gesture.
0: So we'll be brainstorming that. Yeah, what about like the the kind of the gun? Hey, hey, the Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. We got to bring that back a little bit. (laughs) Shooter. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Cut that out. We do that too. So, uh, the NBA playoffs uh, also got going over the weekend.
2: They sure did. They sure did. And
0: and I will say the the games that I watched were were excellent. The uh the the Wizards game kind of fell a little bit flat toward the end. Uh the Lakers kind of blew it toward the end, but man, a lot of the other games came down to the wire. I know Knicks fans are bummed today. Henry, we're going to hear from in a moment. He's a Knicks fan. Uh Trey Young. Trey Young's tough with Atlanta. That was that was impressive. I'm not a big yep. Trey Young fan. Uh, But I thought that was a big win to go into Madison Square Garden. Uh, The the Hawks are just shocking people. And then how about the Grizzlies? The Grizzlies are shocking people, knocking off Utah. Not having Donovan Mitchell, of course, was a huge blow for them. Uh, Hard to expect them to win without him. Uh, And then the Blazers. I like the Blazers. I'm glad the Blazers won. Uh, My my brother was actually in Denver for that game. Had pretty good steam. Oh, no way. uh, I'm sure he was pulling for the Nuggets in that one. Uh, And then your Mavs won. So big, big win for the Mavs. I'll
2: tell you this. This is a very fun playoffs. So what you were saying earlier, we're rooting for Phil. A lot of people root against LeBron because it's almost for every season for eight or nine years. Okay, we know LeBron's going to the playoffs or to the finals. So the Eastern Conference, it's kind of a wash. We don't really care what happened to the Eastern Conference. Uh, We know LeBron's going to the finals. It's like, okay, what's going to happen in the West? Now LeBron's in the Western Conference, goes to the finals last year. Okay, well, okay, now it's what's going to happen in the East. But this season, there's a lot of parity. I love, no matter how much of a committed Mavs fan I am, I love when teams who have not been good start to find success and when new teams are the top of the leaderboard. Phoenix and Utah being 1-2 and two in the West? Wow. How about that? The Suns, and the Suns building, outside of Chris Paul, basically through the draft drafting your guys just like the just like how the warriors built prior to Kevin Durant a team kind of rising from the ashes through the draft really organically Utah being good now obviously the lakers would have been near the top if lebron and ad had not been injured so i feel bad for the suns that they have to play the lakers first round it just Oof. seems unfair but it's very fun and the eastern conference is so exciting i don't if if anyone has the opinion that the Knicks being good is bad for basketball, that opinion is ob- ob- is automatically thrown in the dumpster. Because it's also the fun Knicks- to watch
0: them lose. It's fun to watch Spike it's Lee fun- cry a little bit on the sideline.
2: It, Spike Sorry, Lee, Henry. New- the Garden, New York Knicks basketball, it is so fun. That game, that Hawks and Knicks game was so exciting. So very, very exciting to watch that. Obviously the Mavs, there's just a lot of parody us not knowing who's going to win it all is so exciting which I'm all for so
0: I still think it's going to be the Lakers but yeah you're right you're right Luke it's wide open no it it really is it really is wide open I I don't look too much into the Lakers losing game one oftentimes LeBron kind of coasts in that in that game one he's done it his whole career doesn't mean they always lose but he just kind of eases into a series to get a feel for things um i think he'll he'll come out playing much better and i think anthony davis will as well so he he didn't play great um but to me they're still the team to beat the nets to me just don't have the chemistry yet they 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 were great they were great but for them to win and put it all together uh to win the whole thing i'm not there yet i'm i'm really not but we'll, we'll get into more nba playoffs next week today was kind of a golf day uh but but a lot of fun uh breaking down phil's win uh, let's bring on Henry first off, Before we do tap drill, how you feeling as a Knicks fan? I know you didn't want to watch any uh, any sports today, <laughs> so glad you're still a part of our show. We got to give you a little bit of hard time for those Knicks losing game one. Are, are you trying to do a double? Oh, the double, the, uh, the double point, the double. <laughs> oh wow, the double point, Henry. All right,
1: that's a whole new one. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: like yeah, a, you can't a, forget a, about the
1: double point. The Double Point. <laughs> yeah, you got that. You got but, um, but, to, but, just to talk to you guys about the Knicks real quick, if you saw what the Garden looked like, electric. It was, uh, it was insane. Uh, Jalen Rose from ESPN said it best: the Knicks are the most popular team in New York City, but the Brooklyn Nets are the most popular team pretty much everywhere else. But Interesting. It, but. But it was hard to see – it was hard to see Trey Young go right to the rim with less than a second to go. And I'm like, you guys didn't, didn't do anything to him. You didn't hit him. You didn't foul him. You couldn't even breathe on the dude. And he gets right to the rim. And Julius Randle was all sorts of off last night. Couldn't buy a shot at the gift store. <laughs> and if it wasn't for even if it wasn't for Derek Rose and the bench, the Knicks probably wouldn't even be in the game to begin with. But I I calmed down and I had to remind myself, it's still the first team to four, so we got time.
0: That's right. No, that's that's how I feel about the Lakers too. Plenty plenty of time series, and I think fans will. I guess yeah. I mean, I guess fans. It's, it's kind of different because every state, every arena is a little bit different. How much the fans will affect these series but I'm not sure it'll be the same as normal with the home court advantage. Um, oh, the garden they're not awesome. But The oh. garden, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that one might not live up to that theory, but I think in other – because not every arena is going to be packed. That's True. not the case around the country, so that, that's interesting. But, uh, but anyway, Henry, uh, let's do a little tap
1: drill, tap around some of the other topics from the weekend. What do you got? All right, let's hit tap drill. I've got some breaking news for you guys. I know we normally have a list of what our tap is, but I've got some breaking news that just came over the wire. Aaron Rodgers has not shown up for OTAs today. Mm. Not shown up for OTAs at all.
0: All right, he's li- he's living up to the to the rumor of him him wanting out. So. Until, until he does show up. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll just have to continue to believe that, that he wants out and the Packers are going to have to do something. I don't think he, he, these OTAs aren't as necessarily as big of a deal, especially financially. But once you start talking training camp, hearing some of those numbers, that's big money, big money, even for Aaron, Aaron Rodgers to not think if he doesn't show up. But, but he'll, these are, these are, uh, these are optional. So he doesn't get fined as much for these, right? I just think he probably misses out on some bonuses for showing up.
1: Right. he He's not going to miss as much for these, but it's 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 a telling sign of what's to come.
0: Man, certainly All right. is. Well,
2: yeah, it's certainly the 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 bank hit for uh, the Steelers running back when he was missing training camp and games. I mean, that was
0: Le'Veon Bell. Uh,
2: that was outrageous how much money he was being fined. Oh,
1: yeah. oh, so, yeah. oh, man.
0: And, and ultimately not worth it. It did not work no. out for Leon Bell. That no. was a huge financial and career mistake to leave Pittsburgh and and to hold out the way that he did. So, I agree. We'll see. We'll see what Rogers uh, ends up doing, and if is it is it Denver, Miami, the one of those teams you know step up and, and make it happen. So, it's going to be fascinating to see. Hmm.
1: All right, next tap. Sticking with golf, uh, uh, Phil Mickelson's mom tried to text Phil during the PGA Championship. But not being able to connect with them, what she wound up doing is she wound up texting, I'm assuming is his sister, Tina, and she said, Tina, text Phil and tell him just to par in. Don't hit the bomb or activate the calves. Just par. <laughs> they will have to catch him. He won't listen to his mother. Do you text him? Hurry. And uh. Tina And Tina replies, I'll text Tim, his brother. He's the only one Phil is listening to today.
0: I don't know if this is true or not, but if it is, it's hilarious. And, and that sounds like something my, my mom would say, too. Just, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to get through advice. Tell him to settle down. Tell him not to, not to be too much. Not go over the top. And yeah. so uh, she goes, don't hit bombs or activate calves. That's what Phil does. That's, what, that's, what, that's the key. But, but yeah, that, but yesterday yeah. It, was, it was needing just to remain steady.
2: If that was her language. To know that the whole the whole Mickelson family is bought in on the lingo, that's incredible. I'm trying. I'm trying to imagine your mom, the version of what your mom would text you, Bryce. All right, Luke, text Bri- tell Bryce activate his dolphin kick. Tell him to get under. <laughs> tell him to ex- tell him to expand the back for the butterfly.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Tell him to fix his hair. Something like that. I don't know.
1: <laughs> All right, Henry, what is it? Uh, staying with Phil Jackson, Phil, or Phil, Jackson, wow, Phil Mickelson, Phil Jackson. If, if you are a betting man, as a lot of these people are, especially with golf, there was one unnamed guy who put $1,000 down at the start for Phil to win. He walked away with $300,000. Would either of you guys have put money on Phil at the beginning of the PGA? No, I mean Phil had
0: been so off the radar as far as competing to to win, especially in, in the majors. And, and I think with all these young guys, and you know, with Rory playing well lately, and Spieth, and and Kepka yeah. coming back from an injury, and you know, of course, Dustin Johnson doesn't even make the cut, but you, you expect those names. Um, even Zalatoris, it's like, hey, how how well will he play uh, in another major? So yeah, Phil to me was was way out there. So so if anybody thought that. You know, good for them. That, that was a big, big win.
2: I, uh, I would love for this, a conspiracy theory to develop where Phil was the person betting because Phil is a high roller when it comes he to joked, gambling, gambling. He joked funds. in
0: one interview, he want, in one interview. He's like, yeah, well, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm not a gambler. As you know, <laughs> it,
2: <was great. laughs> it, it would be Phil, if, if Phil would, if the bet would have been a hundred thousand, I would have, I would have, it would have been Phil for sure betting. I w- I wouldn't be surprised if Phil put a thousand on every player in the field and then tried to oh. come out on top. I wonder if the numbers add up, but yeah, Phil because Phil historically he I think he picked like the Diamondbacks to win the World Series at forty to one crazy odds, but I think he bets on every team and then just posts his correct bet. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he seems to be caught up in all that, but uh, but anyway, somebody somebody else won. It looks like uh, believing in Phil. That's right. So good good for them.
1: All right. Next up, we'll go ahead we'll back to the NFL. And you know, guys like Drew Brees, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning. These three guys are the only guys in NFL history, the only quarterbacks to defeat all 32 teams. You guys probably know that. But no, that's did cool. you but did you know that Washington football team quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick? has a chance to lose to almost all of the to lose almost all of the NFL teams. The only one he can't lose to this season is the Detroit Lions because Washington doesn't play Detroit this season. So, hmm. here are the teams that Ryan Fitzpatrick has to play this season. They are the Packers, the Saints, and the Buccaneers. I'm sensing 0-3. What do you guys are thinking? (laughs) I would agree. Maybe the Saints. Maybe maybe, maybe he'll
0: beat the Saints. But, wow, so if he beats all three or loses to all three of those, he'll have lost to 31 teams. That is remarkable. The Ryan Fitzpatrick story is one of my favorites. Just all the layers. The number of teams he's played for, how well he's played at times, and then how bad he plays, but then how well he plays again. It's 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 fantastic. It really is he's one
2: of the one of the best story. He's an abs. He's an enigma. He is. It's fascinating coming out of Harvard, undrafted, genius on the Wonderlick test, plays for every team in the NFL, loses to every team in the NFL. That's why you're saying to be one of the most electric quarterbacks. Some games go out and yeah. throw for four fifty, and then other games six picks.
1: Just crazy stuff. It's it's amazing. We love it. That's why he's got two nicknames. He's got Fitz Magic and he's got Fitz Tragic. Fitz Tragic. So, <laughs> what the what That's he nice. gives he also takes away. All right, we got one more and this is in the world of hockey. The NHL has decided that they are not going to they're not going to award the conference trophies for the two teams that make it to the uh, to the Stanley Cup finals because the players say that it's bad luck to touch the trophy before you touch the Stanley Cup. Right. So my question to you guys is do you have any sports superstitions?
0: I'm not real superstitious, um but but I I do like this idea. Like I always have a tough time when leagues celebrate like the AFC NFC championship, the, you know, Eastern Conference, Western Conference. To me it's all about the championship. It's all about the Super Bowl. So, enough of these like over the top celebrations. So, good for good for hockey on this one. Um I am I'm, I'm for that. That that if, especially if I'm a player uh, baseball too. Baseball, they go nuts after each each series it seems like. Um the playing in game, the wild card game. So, uh, yeah, to me that's uh, too too much. Too much celebrating. I am all about celebrating in life. I think we I think we don't celebrate enough. I think we should embrace holidays. So I am a celebratory guy. Um but in sports sometimes it's like, all right, are you guys are taking out the champagne for uh, uh you know, a three-game winning streak? Well, let's pump the brakes on that. How about that?
2: It's it's a hard, it's it, there's a middle ground in there somewhere. I don't agree with the really hard-nosed guy that's so how are you feeling? Well, job's not done. Well, <laughs> I mean, you can at least smile, at least being. say it's cool. At least say you're proud of yourself. I think the final four should always be celebrated. I think that's awesome. The tradition of making it to the final four, I think that's cool. But if a team because when uh, Mark Few and Gonzaga yeah, they made fine. the championship final game, four. he's like, Hey, we're gonna celebrate tonight and then it's gonna be back to work. I think it's a great mentality. But to be the guy that's like, no, I can't celebrate. And unless I win it all, it's complete failure. I got you're overcorrecting. I don't really buy that mentality, but I agree. Just the mentality of, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest thing in the world. That's now you're kind of losing focus from the ultimate goal. See, there's a middle ground in there somewhere.
0: That's right. That's pretty good. Henry, great job. Good, good work behind the scenes as well. And uh, appreciate you, Luke. Man, this was fun. Golf. Golf is <laughs> there's your two peace signs. I like it. Uh, golf in the spotlight today. Uh, we got the U S open coming up uh, father's day weekend. So uh, that's also the same weekend as man up Charlotte. Uh, so be sure to register for man up Charlotte, whether you're in Charlotte, you can come in person. If you're outside of Charlotte, you can watch virtually uh manupcharlotte.org. Awesome speakers, awesome content, men gathering together. Uh, it is going to be a, a really cool and encouraging time. So check out man up Charlotte com uh, for all the information and be sure to register ASAP. Uh, We'd love for you to be a part of that. Thanks to our interns for helping out uh, behind the scenes as well. Uh, we got a lot going on here at Unpacking It and, and thankful to you for listening and being supportive. Uh, we will be back next Monday, 1030-ish Eastern and then on the podcast as well. We got some great interviews scheduled uh, for the podcast. So be sure to subscribe to the Unpacking It podcast anywhere podcasts are found. As always, I wrap up the show by saying, I'm Bryce, and I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected. And through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. The encouragement, again, is to focus. What are we focused on? How's our mind? What are we thinking about? And hopefully that that, that our focus will be on Christ and all he's done for us and all that for us each day as we walk with him. Have a great one. We'll talk to you next time right here on the unpacking it live podcast.
1: For more information about the show, our events and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U N P A C K I N I T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackin'it.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.